Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Dear Owen Wilson, with your host, Blair Salky, that's me. Okay, guys, I'm so thrilled that I can't believe this live show finally turned into a podcast. If you're unfamiliar, which I don't know how you would be, uh, the show is based on a real letter that I wrote to Owen Wilson in 2007. Love that guy. You know, it was at the height of the wedding crasher fame and things are really popping and I was in love. And so I had this thought, like, what if other comedians, they're all fans of someone too, you know? And it'd be what a great, hilarious way to get to know them in a different way. And then I will interview them with my shrewd interviewing skills. Watch out, <laughs> Mark Merritt. Okay, so how this is going to work, I invite my illustrious star-studded guests that I've known from being a comedy tycoon onto my show. They're going to read a fun letter to somebody they're a fan of, and then we're going to pop off from there. And one thing I will tell you right before we start is I will be mentioning my private investigator, Lucian Wickles, who so generously does conduct all the extensive research needed for my interviews, 2020 style. Okay, so without further ado, I would love to introduce my friend. You know him so well from being on millions of TV shows and just being a, a comedy star and a comedy star in, in my heart. And, you know, he's on the live show many times. So when I thought, who are we going to start the podcast with? I'll tell you what, folks, he was a number one draft pick. Without Aww. further ado, I would love to introduce John Gabris, everybody. Oh, thank you for having me, Blair. This is so much more intimidating than the live show where you are just a hard-hitting journalist <laughs> that shatters me to my core. I am not looking forward to this follow-ups that you bring, the heated really? follow-ups. No, of course I am. You know, because I have to say, some of my times with you on the live show, I would characterize as some of the best times of my life. <laughs> right. That's more about how shit your life is outside of that, right? <laughs> no, it's just electric, you know, it's really good. So I'm excited to have, you know, sort of more of a long form type of conversation with you. Oh, me fucking too. Uh, I'm a big fan of Blair. I'm a big fan of Owen Wilson. I just watched Marry Me last night in honor <gasps> of him. I haven't and, seen it yet. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to be okay without having seen it. Trust yeah, me. right. That's what you think. I will never leave inside, no matter right. what. I'll give you my Peacock login so you could stand side by side your, by your it's man, on Owen. Peacock? It's on Peacock for oh, free. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm so excited for you to read your letter. And of course, you know, it's we don't tell the audience until you start. So I guess whenever you're ready, please. Okay, <clears throat> here's my letter. Now, I've written a bunch of letters as a kid to celebrities or I, I think like to heroes or crushes. Sure. Um, and now as a 40-year-old man, I wanted to write one to both a hero and a crush, uh, someone who fills both slots in my heart. Oh, so. my God. Do I love that? I love the passion. It's all passion here. So I'll begin with Dearest Henry Cavill. <laughs> Or Cavill, I really should have double-checked how to say your last name before choosing you as my letter person. I have seen so very few of your movies. I never watched The Tudors, but when I first saw you in Superman, it did something to me. I, I guess... It, I guess I don't mean first seeing you in the film as much as I mean seeing you shirtless in that film. Now... I'm throwing the word film around here, which I think people are okay with, but I just remember being so stoked that Superman had mass. Superman was thick. He had a little chest hair. Oh, and quick side note, I always thought it was weird that superheroes have muscles. If Superman is an alien, if Kal-El really is from the planet Krypton, then he has super strength. That doesn't mean he needs cum gutters. He could be, a, you hear that? Marvel and DC, you can cast fat people as heroes hint motherfucking hint <laughs> all right i digress the real thing i wanted to write you about today mr cavill or cavill depending is your role in one of my favorite films mission impossible fallout that movie fucking ruled and not just because tiny tom cruise is doing all his own stunts surviving by the power of xenu it ruled because of your character august march specifically because of his mustache. Now, I heard there was a big controversy about digitally removing your mustache in Justice League, and I am here to say, worth every penny. And, and I think the stash works wonders. I'm so glad that August had one. And now, for the piece de la resistance of Fallout. In your fight scene with Ethan Hunt and the Lark decoy, there comes a time in the 2v1 melee, or melee, again, another word I don't know how to pronounce, but I should have looked up before writing it into this letter, where you get knocked down, but then you get up again. You take off your jacket, and you do some cool arm thing where it like looks like you reload your arms. Uh, you know, it was kind of a meme online. You're like, I just want to say, between the hair, the stash... The overall thickness and that reloading, ooh, your boy felt something. Now, maybe it was because I was first saw it in 40X, so what I felt was a chair vibration or a mist from the chair in front of me, but I would just like to say, I have been thinking of this performance since I saw it, and it has me doing a little research on what the Q really means in LGBTQ, or maybe finding out if there's such thing as a lowercase b. I don't even have time to get into your performance as Geralt in the Witcher series or Geralt. Again, I should have looked up how to say that before writing this letter, but holy shit. The Witcher is like a drawing right out of my Trapper Keeper from 1996. Henry Cavill with a long sword. Holy shit. Thank you for all of your hard work in keeping me guessing of my true sexuality, Henry. Love, Gabrus. <laughs> wow that was just so heartfelt i loved it uh zero exaggeration in that <laughs> i like no hyperbole i have been confused since seeing that movie really okay i guess my first question is have you ever slept with a man 
No, my stuff for guys is all just looks and it's sure, all sort of sure. like rooted in weird heterosexuality of like the men I'm attracted to are like jacked dudes who fucking, you know, it's just like sure. the dumbest shit. But no, I haven't slept with a man yet. Right, right. <laughs> the night's a puppy. <laughs> Life is long, pal. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, that was thrilling. So I guess my first question, well, let's just dive into it. John, I just want to thank you so much for being here. You know, we have been really trying to get you for so long, trying to contact your agents and... For the first episode of this podcast? Yes, (laughs) You know, this show is really important because, you know, so much uh, investigative probing and research goes into it. For instance, just this morning, uh, Lucian Wickles let me know that Henry Cavill (laughs) is in fact not Matt Bomer. Oh, Matt Bomber. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll happen to some people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Thank goodness for private investigators. Because, <laughs> you know, I would never want to start any drama here. But um, <laughs> would you say that your love for Henry Cavill is in part due to harboring some sort of longtime bitter resentment towards uh, Dean Kane's Superman? Yes. Uh, Dean Kane really ruined uh, Kal-El for me. So part of my love of Henry Cavill is a, a direct reaction to that. Now, Christopher Reeves, that's my Superman. Uh, right. you know, Brandon Routh, unfortunately. Dean Kane, unfortunately, not my Superman. Sure. But come back to Henry Cavill, Cavill at the end, and your boy is back into soups. <laughs> never heard of brandon in my life yeah, <laughs> yeah he was in that he was in the weird uh brian singer superman oh, which sure. uh, for some reason we're not talking about too wow much. yeah <laughs> um okay well god we're getting into it right <laughs> off the bat lucian lucian does the solid fucking research man <laughs> yeah lucian is wild you know i did meet him while i was first uh fishing for crawdads in the kern river and it was sort of just uh, just a serendipitous meeting. And now he's been with me for a long time, just ruthlessly digging up dirt on my friends, family, and other celebrities. <laughs> um, but, okay, let's keep going. According to some scrupulous detective work by Lucian, in August of 2014... Henry took part in the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, where he was soaked with six large buckets of ice water in his Superman costume. John, where were you when you took part in the ice bucket challenge? And if you didn't take part in it, how do you answer to the ALS community today? I actually, and I've spoken about this. Uh, I had a, I had to uh, speak at this at Camp David, but again, Camp I'd David, like to, re- wow. yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'd like to reiterate my apology for not doing the ice bucket challenge. Uh, I didn't realize at the time. I thought it was just a, like a charity fad thing. But when I didn't do it, I heard from the ghost of Lou Gehrig himself, maybe, you know, oh one of the most God. famous ALS sufferers of all time. Sure. He said, me not doing the challenge directly caused four people with ALS to pass away. And that's just something I've been living with since hearing that. And the second an ice bucket challenge or put your feet in honey and let bees go on them, uh, whatever next is the ALS uh, like awareness thing, you know, uh, put your dick in the corner pocket of a pool table, let someone shoot an eight ball at it. Like whatever they might be going for, I, I'm going to do. I'm not going to back down this time. I refuse to let anyone else die by direct relation to me not uh taking part in some sort of mimic fucking global instagram bullshit wow you're gonna be first in line that's great oh my whatever God. it is tell me whatever it is you, you uh you know scorpions in my asshole in honor of als i got you oh my god i love that and i so want to commend you for spending the rest of your life being willing to make up for four counts of involuntary manslaughter <laughs> much appreciated wow Yeah, look, if I can be candid with you, John, I also didn't participate in the ALS challenge, but that's because nobody challenged me. I don't know why (laughs) they didn't think of me because I actually would have really loved to pour ice water bucket on my head. I know you did a bunch on spec and you were just like, if someone just asked me. (laughs) 
And uh, and you just never, no one ever asked you. It's like I got fucking hypothermia out in Orange County for this bullshit. Yeah, I got, oh yeah. my god, God! I think they should have be uh, more inclusive with the ALS challenge. Um, all right. Well, wow. I feel like I'm really getting to know you so well. You already know me so well, and that that's why you're able to dive deep on these questions and really peel back the layers of onions. Between you and Lucian's research, you're just uh, able to just. Crack me open oh my god thank you so much john yeah i really do feel like that is what is incredible about the podcast medium because there's some sort of intimacy that you just that it's incredible no, uh, I, I feel i'm feeling it yeah magic <laughs> magic is born on the podcast medium i don't know if you guys listening out there agree with me are you, are you, if you're feel, if the listeners are feeling as intimate <laughs> as we are then mission yeah. fucking accomplished <laughs> Yeah, hey, if you're feeling intimate out there, throw your hands up in the air for me, will you? Okay. Um, <laughs> raise the roof. Yeah. Eleven car accidents just happened as people are racing down the 101 listening to this. <laughs> That's a thrill for me. All right. John, in 2013, Henry Cavill was named World's Sexiest Man by British Glamour Magazine. What do you say to those who seek to objectify Henry Cavill as just a pretty face? And have you, John, ever experienced the same kind of sexy looks discrimination yourself? I'm completely comfortable with, uh, you know, it's all marketing, you know, like, OK, call me sexy. But if you go see my movie, then that helps move the needle and I keep people employed and all that. That's fine. And so I understand it for someone like Henry Cavill, Cavill, whatever the fuck his name is. And. For me, I have been objectified numerous times in life um, right. and made to feel like a piece of meat. But that was all by request. I had to ask that of the other people. So oh, it was always did. it was consensual for me to say, like, I want to I want you to look at me like a piece of meat. And, you know, so that that feels good. It's something that I, I again, I, I'm embarrassed. That I have to kind of make it happen for myself. But it does feel really good when it does happen. Right. So, so you haven't actually been discriminated against for being having sexy looks like at all. No, uh, I. It's actually worked out in my favor. When I won Mister Marist in two thousand and three, uh, which is my college male beauty competition for charity. <gasps> um, when I won it, huge was reveal. Dear Owen Wilson exclusive. No, I've never spoken about this. This is one of my deepest, uh, in, most intimate secrets is that I was a male beauty pageant contestant, crushed it, ate 13 tacos, uh, soft shell tacos in a minute oh as my, my God, that's fucking uh, dope talent as portion Holy of it, shit. Uh, which I was like a disaster. I like to perform in a beauty contest where that's my talent too. You're giving me ideas. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's do it, Blair. We'll be the first couple's entrance. Uh, okay. <laughs> mixed doubles beauty pitch. <laughs> Eating contest. <laughs> Man, it would be really funny if you and I were partners because I am literally like two and a half times your size. <laughs> so if we sat down next to each other. Yeah, but I, like, can, I, I believe it. eat like, you know, if I had a gun to my head, I could make some shit happen. Uh, unreal. Okay, um, you can put the gun down. I believe you. I don't need to see it to yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> that gun? If that gun is to your head? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't need to take it there. Okay. Um, Follow-up question. Who would you say is the sexiest man alive in, in comedy right now? And please do keep in mind that any audience member could tweet out your answer at any time, causing you to be canceled. Oh, shit. I know. Hmm. Who is the sexiest male comedian right now? I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go. I'm going to have to go with Yasser Lester. Whoa! Yasser Lester! <laughs> trying to become friends with him on the podcast <laughs> no i will have him on here um yeah he is a favorite of mine okay well wow yaster lester does he know that you feel this way about him feel what way you i i, <laughs> I just was answering a question now wait what is this a trap am i going on a date oh, with yes oh no there are no traps on this podcast there will never be any traps on this podcast. Just wandering, just trying to get to know you better. Um, okay, so great. Yes, you're Lester. All right, let's move on. So in the 2013 movie, Men of Steel, 
Henry Cavill played Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman. <laughs> oh, shit. This is the one I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> a super-powered <laughs> alien from Krypton. In the film, Clark Kent's father tells him that he must conceal the truth of who he is at all costs. What is something about you that you seek to hide from the public for fear of being cast out forever into the abyss of nothing rejected by all humanity until death? My pecker. Your pecker? <laughs> what do you mean the pecker? Your own Wilson exclusive. Your pecker? What's going on with your pecker? Your pecker? <laughs> <laughs> I just try to hide it from people out of fear that when they see it, I will be shamed into like, have forced to live in like a cave in the mountains or something like that. Oh, really? Because you think uh, society doesn't... Society's not ready for a man of my size to, uh, with the pecker of what I'm working with. It's okay. like, you know, it's like a platypus. It's like, there's a little bit of pity that this creature has to live its life like this. Wow, you know? John! <laughs> This is such a surprise, but you know, again, the podcast medium will generate a lot of truth. And so, one other thing I'm curious about is John Gabriel's <laughs> famous long-term incredible marriage looks to me as a bystander spectator as like a really fun, beautiful marriage. You guys have been together forever. So if you have a little pecker problem, how did you pull such an incredible babe and last like enduring incredible marriage? Well, that's the thing. It's it it works. It's just not for looking at. You know what I mean? Oh, so okay. like yeah, yeah. It it, it can do it's functional. It does what it's supposed to do and sure. when it when it's supposed to, most of the times when it's supposed to. Right. <laughs> it okay. does what I want it to do most of the time. I am 40. Sure. Uh, and uh, other than that, though, like, it's just, it's more about visually what it looks like. I, I kind of look like Peter Griffin when I'm naked, you know, it's just like <laughs> a big, big hairless belly and no visible genitals, you know? <laughs> okay, okay. I get what you're saying. Um... Why the fuck? See, this is, this is what I'm talking about. Fuck, man. Aaron, the conversation has just gotten so intimate. I'm revealing sure, these dark sure, sure. fucking truths about myself. Well, it's good. You know, it's sort of like what they say, shadow work. The more that we can talk about these things, the more we can accept them, the more we influence and change society as a whole. And that's why we're here having a podcast. <laughs> so, I, I, for those, for the, because, hey, look, dear Owen Wilson exclusive. <laughs> We know we know Blair does breath work, but now we're hearing about shadow work. <laughs> and I, I, I'm here for the, I'm here for the shadow work. I didn't even know I was existing in the yeah. shadow realm. This yeah, is thrilling. You know, we're trying to reclaim all parts of ourselves. Get rid of the shame. We got rid ourselves of shame. Have you ever done breath work, John? I have not. Is breath work what I think it is? Like uh, like box breathing or like the... Yeah, that that's gets what you it is. It's, it's like incredibly difficult. Yeah. And it's like where you do a bunch of short, rapid breaths and it like affects you, the way you feel in your brain and stuff like that. Sort of, yeah. It's like a psychedelic experience, but it's like a deep belly breath and a chest breath on top. Um, and then it's like, yeah, cyclical rhythm. But it's so difficult that it's like I have such a hard time making myself do it but luckily i'm a very skilled facilitator should you ever be interested i'm gonna sign up for the next one that's oh yeah sure. you know what we're gonna comp you dear owen wilson exclusive again um <laughs> okay so next question god i am having the time of my life that goes for the two of us blair i'm living wow. my fucking best self right here <laughs> John, we're gonna we're gonna work together sometime, like on some cool project that's gonna like shatter the world. Oh hell yeah, it's coming soon. And, and if it's not this, I don't. It, you know, it's the next time. Oh but no, it could this be is this just one. the beginning. This is just the. <laughs> we're just starting. We just opened the gate. <laughs> it's just. It's only just begun. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Henry Cavill considers himself a gaming nerd. It's been (sighs) reported that one time he missed the phone call asking if he would play Superman because he was too busy playing World of Warcraft. This is not a question yet, but oh my god, I had no idea Superman was such a fucking nerd. Jesus Christ. (laughs) John, have you ever missed a call for a job offer from Marvel while playing video games? I uh, possibly because I, you know, I'm still waiting on that job offer from Marvel's and I have been playing video games. So I wonder if it's a chicken or egg type situation. Really? I watched a video of Henry building uh, a gaming PC <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I, 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 yeah, I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> wow. I'm the embarrassed. It's just a inconceivable abyss. I can't wait for this episode to come out and be like, Gabrus gassed up this dude this whole time and he's like a member of a far-right organization in like the UK. You know what I mean? I'm like so afraid. Of course, I picked a white straight male, so there's a high chance that he's a fucking piece of shit. You know so what, finger, though, nobody dice roll. Is Nobody is Dave, so who knows? We can all, a lot of people that we have all loved have gone down, so who can actually know? I hope we have to take this episode down like three days after your podcast no is launched. No way, it's staying up, pal. So you're a big fan of Superman. Are you like a big uh, action movie guy? I'm a comic book guy and an action movie guy. Superman being one of my least favorite uh, heroes. Uh, So it's... But he really brought something to it like looks-wise, which I appreciated. Because it was fun to see Superman be kind of like... Look Midwestern in addition to looking like a jacked animal. Like Christopher Reeves is so handsome and set such a precedent for what Superman looks like as being like a tall... Uh, stoic guy, but then Henry Cavill right. brought that fucking spatula build, that sure. du- that Dorito chip l- lat frame. <laughs> yeah, he does have some motherfucking lats. I want you would think he could, he could have been a water polo player. John, you read comic books? Like you struck me as someone who was popular in high school. One of the few comedians that I <laughs> I have a sense for this because I too was popular in high school. Um. So I'm surprised that you reveal yourself to be a a comic book reader. I've always walked on both sides of the line, Blair. I was confident, but not that cool. Eventually, I would be very 
I would be considered popular, uh, you know, uh, because I was funny and outgoing. But and then in college, I truly believed myself to be like Van Wilder. So I was popular, but f- not for lack of obnoxious behavior. Like I was seeking it out. I was tr- wearing crazy clothes, streaking across campus, just trying to get everyone to be talking about me relentlessly. You know, but those <laughs> are the most fun people in college. And everyone is like that in college, because then, you know, after that is a downhill unless you become a professional clown like some of us no well that's the other thing i chased that thunder i was like well i'm not going to i'm not going to stop being an asshole this is too thrilling so so here i am at 40 writing letters to fucking superman about how i want to standing 69 him yeah hell yeah (laughs) 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 oh this justin from lucian wickles in cursory research i have found no problems with uh henry cavill behavior so preliminary we're looking good all right thank you lucian you've, I, you're helping me feel protected out there for once rather than uh sneak attacked <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean i've never met anyone who feels ambushed by lucian wickles research <laughs> so i have a question um you said that August March was the character who got you. And if you can believe it, I have not seen this movie. So I um I'm not really f- familiar with the August March character, but someone named after two months in a row really captured <laughs> your heart. You think August and March come in a row? Oh, in uh, in his name, yes. August, <laughs> like, March is one of the most crazy... January, February, <laughs> August, March. Yeah, that's really crazy. Be gone till August, March. We'll be gone till August, March. Oh, God, that song used to be so good in high school. Just kidding, I'm 12. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> no. If you told me you were 12 or 68, I'd believe both answers. Really? But I have <laughs> yeah. this beautiful skin. I know. That's why you might be one of those like preternatural, like weird alien old ladies who you can never tell how old they are. Or oh you God. could be one of those precocious ass little children. <laughs> Oh my god. I thought you were the same way, but I was precocious as fuck because all I did also was read when I was a child. So I was, you know, sounded quite different. Oh yeah. I I once uh tried to explain when my mom's my mom and uh, my mom's friend said, Where did they find you? And I was like, They found me in a dumpster in Wall Street is what I used to say as like a joke. Oh my god. <laughs> Because I was a little nerd. <laughs> did you ever consider a career in finance? Uh, I did not. It was never really for me. We were not. It was one of those things that we talked about, like because we were a poor family of like he works in business, so he's rich. But like right. as you got older and learned what it was, you were like, that doesn't even sound right for me. I'd rather not be rich than deal with whatever fucking Bob from down the Bob from Garden City's dealing with. Right, because you had soul, but I just imagine you because Lucian and you know I do know from our friendship that you did grow up on Long Island where. I perceive Long Island to be, uh, you know, finance is something that you feel like you have to do if you want to be some sort of businessman over there on the East Coast. Truly, everyone I know from Long Island, uh, all the like my my Long Island, the middle class Long Island, all those all those dudes that I went to high school with business which is like the vaguest shit ever like you know selling copy machines to companies or whatever like that was one angle everyone went and the other was copper firemen oh yeah 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 and i'm assuming knowing where you're from which is sort of like the west coast long island sure uh it's probably a similar energy Uh, a, a few of them maybe went on to like be uh have surf sponsorships or long, yes. you know, long, but, uh, and a few of my friends went on to play like college lacrosse or whatever. Right. Those are our main differences, but two very similar communities, a half hour away from a wildly progressive major city <laughs> and f- full of rich people, uh, minorities that don't get along. Yeah. <laughs> there were no cops. No one grew up to be cops in my town, but a lot of firemen, if they didn't go into like business. Yeah. Or their dad's, you know, insurance. Yeah, dad's companies were a lot of people. A lot of people on from my graduating class like ended up working at their dad's companies. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, yes, I love it. Dear Owen Wilson exclusive. Okay, Gabriel, <laughs> I understand. According to Lucian Wickles, um, you 
have played rugby in your life at some point or another. Um, one other thing you and I have in common. What? Have- oh, yes. Henry Cavill also played rugby growing up, and that's where he met movie star Russell Crowe when he was 16 years old. He then received a package from Russell Crowe at his boarding school. What do you think was in that package? And also, how many men have you met while you were playing rugby while who also have a history of violent outbursts? <laughs> oh, wow. I've met tons of violent uh, jerks playing rugby uh, for all the years I did. I played in college and played men's league in the city. And I still play like, uh, well, not since pandemic, but like once a year, we used to travel to a foreign city and play against uh, uh, their team, like Cayman Islands or Seattle, you know, two very different kind of places to go to. Oh, no shit, dog. You guys looking for, um, you know, a hardcore running back? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sure. We and we can help you figure out what position you really are. Okay, thank uh, you. But you're in, Blair. We got you. Uh, I, I've met tons of. I would kill to to have met uh, Russell Crowe, and now I'm going to hold on to this story for someday when I either meet Henry or Russell. I will bring up. Uh, my love of the sport of rugby, uh, especially because I'm a big Russell Crowe fan is, too. Oh, he, you he, are! Oh my he, god, illuminating. He's mad. <laughs> Lucian strikes again, making connections we didn't even know. Lucian is good. pathways. Yeah, Russell is the master and commander of my heart. I, <gasps> I'll give him that. Yeah. Wow. I love, I love him in that movie. I love him in a lot of his movies. The Insider, he's fucking great in. Gladiator. Uh, Gladiator, of course he's great in. Um, I love him in the, uh, what's the, it'll come to me, uh, The Nice Guys with Ryan Gosling. Mm. Uh, ooh. L.A. Confidential. Fuck. Yeah, wow. Fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? Cinderella, man. Beautiful mind. Oh, fuck me, dude. Oh, fuck. Cinderella, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, so what do you think was in the package, John? Tell us what you think was in the package. Uh, ooh, it was probably a rugby ball and... Uh, a uh the the mask that maximus wears in his uh one of his battles in the gladiator <laughs> shit that's a pretty important gift yeah it's crazy they later they met when he was 16 but then later worked together on the film man of steel and um apparently oh, right. russell crowe is in that shit i totally forgot <laughs> yes you because i was thinking of your mind 310 to yuma oh fuck <laughs> proof of life mystery alaska oh god <laughs> You gotta be fucking kidding me, virtuosity. Oh. <laughs> wow. Romper wow. Stopper, one of his first movies. The next three days is pretty fun. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so John, tell me, are you blown away to learn that your favorite uh, superstar uh, that you're a fan of, Henry Cavill, his mentor is Russell Crowe, your actual other love? Yeah, I know. It's pretty wild. These bulging male actors that uh, seem to be enjoy violence really look like that's so thrilling that I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. And, you know, I know we did um, ask right off the bat about your sexuality in the beginning. If you guys remember, are you what is Henry straight or gay? I couldn't really figure it out. I think he's pretty straight. It oh, would be okay. my guess. Yeah. Uh yeah, and I, I mean, I just want to be friends that work out next to each other. You know, I don't right, need to. Right. I just need, I just need them in my eye line to keep my to keep me going. Right, you know? right. You just want to do some deadlifts with the Superman. Hell yeah, dog. Oh, ju- this Justin, this Justin, Lucian Wickle saying he was engaged to a woman at some point recently. So solved. Thank you, Lucian. Thank you, Lucian. He's operating in real time. Um, yeah that makes one of us I'm stuck in the past (laughs) wow wow I can't believe we both played rugby we have so much in common we really do and we keep every time we hang out we find out more and more Uh, and and it's weird because we do look about as different as two white people can look sure 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 (laughs) so you're a big fan of Superman were you very invested in the Superman Lois Lane romantic relationship yeah well here's the thing that makes me also I'm a big fan of journalism 
like journalism movies, journalistic wow. thrillers. I did. This is incredible. I never knew this about you. John, big truly fan incredible of journalism. <laughs> the Vegas fucking thing. I like writing. <laughs> <laughs> this man, my friend of several years, so I'm just learning today. He is a big fan of journalism. I know it sounds so dumb now that I keep saying it, but it's I love. Dumb. I love journalistic thrillers. I love all the President's Men I saw when I was really young, and it just activated me to like the power of what journalists could do. And then you see Spot of uh, Spotify. Spot I mean, I Spotlight. I was literally just gonna say Spotlight. Holy shit! Yeah, Spotlight's a great one. I uh, maybe that's what our eventual a forthcoming buddy comedy will be about. Uh, sort of, you know, <laughs> comedy about <laughs> taking down Catholic priests. <laughs> it sort of could be uh, an interpretation of a sequel type of thing oh i'm here yeah. for that that yeah. sounds good to me dude couple of um unsuspecting duo cops you know hell yeah <laughs> yeah wait so you love journalism so you so i love journalism so the clark and lois stuff i've always appreciated and i i kind of wish they focused on it more now i never really got into the adventures of lois and clark because of the whole dean kane issue that i have oh sure sure i remember Hmm, I know. Oof, I never <laughs> shut up about it. But I I would say I would I would like watch a I would watch a DC Universe show about like Lois Lane that's sort of just like Erin Brockovich starring Lois Lane and like every once in a while she gets like fucked by the moon by, you know, uh Superman. Like, you know, wow. he f flies her up towards the moon and bones her. Okay, well, I'm sure I know that Sony and Universal are all listening, so that's probably gonna become a reality soon because that's a hit if I've ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so do you think that Superman treated Lois Lane well, in your opinion? I, I sure hope so. Although, by design, he was lying to her, right? <laughs> Their entire relationship is built on a lie. Yeah. And on, and on her facial blindness. Like, and, and, and her inability, like... <laughs> I've always thought about that. <laughs> right? Like, her just, like, absolute not understanding how glasses work really sets, you know, sets their relationship down an interesting path. Can I tell you something, John, friend to friend? I relate to Lois because I only got glasses two weeks ago and I couldn't see for so long. I was like squinting all the time. And then I just thought, hmm, can't read this sign. You know, I keep sort of just turning on my car at night and hoping for the best. And um, then I just got glasses in my adulthood. Maybe I guess I am sort of Lois-y. You are rather well. Maybe I'm Loisy because you put on. I haven't seen you with glasses, and you got a great pair. And I'm sitting Thank down you. across from you here at this podcast, and I didn't recognize you at first. I was like, <laughs> "Who is this person?" You know. And then, like, it's not like you have like a distinct voice that easily, like, when you when you talk, it's like, "Oh, that's definitely Blair." You know, you sound like so many people. So. I, <laughs> I was so, so I was a little confused and like, I was like, and now I know how Lois feels. You know, Clark pulls a little fucking thing down from his hair, throws glasses on. She has no idea that the six foot four jacked reporter that she works with is the same guy that's flying her around in outer space and fingering her or whatever. Wow. Oh my God. You have brought up so many things. Yeah. I never thought about it, but most journalists are not absolutely jacked. Uh, bodybuilders because you know they're too busy <laughs> with the late hours the coffee the donuts trying to on the deadline <laughs> wow. it's so yeah I, I mean i watched the wire season uh five, whatever the journalist season was and uh, uh -huh. you know those guys they don't have cum gutters yeah. at least at, at least from what i can gather sure sure you know as a orange county descendant uh girl the cum gutters were really a really a big thing growing up, you know. <laughs> yeah. The surfers, the water polo players, they're really a a thing that sticks out in your mind. But you know, now in my adulthood, I'm really just sort of a personality based uh, person. That's really what I look for in a man. Um, and but if you are buff and listening, I will entertain. Um, yeah, we can discuss. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm open. I'm open.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Okay, let's move uh, move on. I really have to get to the end of these questions so that our listeners really get the most out of this interview. Um, John, people seem obsessed with Henry Cavill's hairline. The Hollywood Reporter is quoted as saying, even his wavy jet black hair with its jagged widow's peak would give him away. You may recognize this hairline from the films such as Mission Impossible Fallout, John's favorite movie. <laughs> Do you worry, John, that people aren't talking about your hairline? Oh, I'm. Uh, if people aren't talking about your hairline, yeah. that's what we call winning. Oh, I, okay. You do not want people discuss as a man. Uh, as a hairline is like our Achilles right. heel. That's like when you're a man and you get to a certain age, your hairline be, you become obsessed with it. I have right solid head of hair, but I'm oh, still. Oh yeah, you do. I'm still very hat, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you. You know I'm and a I hat guy. I, I know you're a big hat guy. Yeah. Uh, well, not big hat guy, <laughs> but you're yeah. a big hat guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't love big hats, but you are a big fan of hats, which is where the the, the distinction's important because I I really upset you with that uh, uh, sombrero I wore, and not just because of the cultural appropriation, <laughs> sure, but it was just too big sure. for you. <laughs> sure. Sometimes I do have anger outbursts working on it, but you know I saw that hat and I slapped it right you off flipped. your motherfucking head. <laughs> You fucking flipped, dog. Yeah, not in my <laughs> Almost house. ruined our water polo practice. <laughs> okay, cool. So what I'm hearing from you is that you are happy that nobody's talking about your hairline. Correct. I talk about it and stress about it enough myself that I don't need. See, like even that little bit of thinness there, that stresses your boy out, you know? Um, so I like to not really think about my hairline if I could afford it. Okay, uh, yeah surprising uh, answer yeah i mean i i it's crazy like i feel bad for henry because that's like not something i mean ho homie has like work on his body every single day like for hours and people are like look at this fucking hairline <laughs> it's like oh no look at my abs please i didn't <laughs> don't read it like that i think they oh. were just saying it was distinct i don't think they were they were um criticizing it but do you think they were I don't know because he has like a wit he has a solid widow's peak, but then it has a little bit of the uh, MPB, uh, you know, male pattern baldness kind of areas back here. But he is a millionaire, so he'll slowly get that filled in. Sure, I think if I go bald, I would still look cool. Oh, I agreed. 
I would look like a Cabbage Patch doll, but it I would be like a sick Cabbage Patch doll. You know what I mean? It would be one of the cute, one of the cuter Cabbage. And if you had, if you were bald and had those glasses, you would look like (laughs) (laughs) you would look like the Six Flags man. We must move on. Okay. okay. <laughs> Henry, Henry Cavill is quoted as saying, if I were to be walking my dog, for example, and someone were to kick my dog, I honestly don't know what I would do. I think I'd probably get myself into a big amount of trouble. John, I know you love your dog. What would you do if Henry Cavill, your hero, Superman, kicked your dog? Please describe in detail or we will have a problem. If Henry Cavill kicks my fucking dog, if he ever kicks poor little Arthur, if for some reason we're in a situation where I see this sort of male crush of mine kick my fucking dog, he's in for a world. I'm going to stop and go stand right there. I'm going to shave my beard off, leaving just my mustache. And wear a dress shirt, cock both my arms, and then whoop his fucking ass. I don't care how hot you are. I don't care if you're Johnny Knoxville. You're gonna get. You kick my dog. You're gonna get Hottest fucking murked. He's so hot. He's so hot. <laughs> On this round of jackass, in addition to the abundance of peckers, I gotta say, all these dudes have. Gr- they all look great. Stevo, uh, Pontius, and Johnny are the best they've ever looked. Oh my god, was it incredible? Uh, yeah, I was like thinking, you know. As you were discussing your pecker earlier, because Poopies was saying, poor guy, I mean, there really was a lot of wiener and butthole <laughs> in that movie. It was all over the place. And Poopy yeah. <laughs> was saying, <laughs> he was saying, there was that part where he said very seriously, like, I'm sure he thought it wasn't going to end up in the movie. He's like, He's like, oh God, it's this is really hard for me to have my penis on camera. It's so much it's the smallest one of the whole group. I I I understand that. Poopies is ready to sacrifice his life and like be launched from a catapult into like cactus, but he's also like, We're not gonna show my dick, are we? <laughs> like, they showed it the whole time. I know. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, it's the smallest of all fourteen of us. Also, the like the danger does not like is not feeling nervous and anxiety and danger about what might happen to you is not like the best environment for to present your best version of your dick. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I also think, and this is where we were again. I feel like everyone would, they already know what they're getting into now, all these girls. And they're like, Oh, this funny man from jackass. Right. Right. They should be okay with it. I think he's going to be totally fine. Cause I was like, you know, I, I, before I saw his dick and stuff, I was like, wow, he's, Poopies is kind of attractive. He kind of reminds me of like, all the water polo players. I was just about to say, Poopies makes sense because he feels like from your neck of the woods. I think he's like a professional water ski guy like that. And oh, which really? Is the, which is the ultimate, like, that is like surf adjacent. Like, maybe that's even more of a burnout job than a surfer. <laughs> like, oh, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I As soon as I saw him, I said, water polo. Yeah, he was tan AF too, which you as which you know about me. I try to maintain a pretty solid bronze. Yeah, and, you do and, keep it up. I don't have sort of I don't have that natural uh, skin. The Italian side didn't come out in me, and so I know. this. It's so funny that you are an Italian from the like a beach community, and that's and this is how you're uh, you are. How would you describe your skin tone? Ceramic. <laughs> Ceramic. Oh my god. John, um, is that I meant it as a compliment? It read as a compliment. Alabaster, I'm cl- alabaster. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> ivory. I, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, so uh, I did quit my end my surfing career at least competitively quite young, like mm-hmm. in, in eighth grade. It was when I stopped, and I always thank God for that because uh, otherwise my skin would. I mean, I probably never would have ended up here as a clown. 
if I did keep surfing, but uh, <laughs> yeah, my skin's not too damaged, thank God. My dad has dark skin, though. He, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, my mom, yeah. though, is I have her skin. I have my mom's skin, and she's she's very tan in the summer. And now that she has a Fort Lauderdale apartment, she's tan year oh, round. Oh hell yeah. yeah! Are you visiting <laughs> your your mom in Fort Lauderdale now? Not yet, but soon enough. I definitely oh. uh, I'm setting it up. Are you Italian or what's your? My mom's side is Italian. We're the Valentinos on that side. And, oh, that's uh, a sick name, Valentino. I know. I almost like when I first started uh, in the business, like was always joking about going by the name John Valentino or Johnny Valentino. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> but it's too misrepresenting of who I really am. And right. plus, by, by that point, no one was calling me John. Everyone was calling me Gabrus. So it would have been like it, weird to try to re to steer that ship. Gabrus Valentino. Gabrus Valentino. I mean, hell, I like it. Not too late. And my mom's side was like the dominant culture in our house because my dad's family, we sort of like ignored. So like pop up, <laughs> my mom's dad was sort of like a patriarch of our family. So he and so everything was like culturally Italian in our oh, house and sure. stuff like that. Like pasta, garlic bread. Pasta. We're having pasta again. Like, you know, Sunday sauce uh, and reheat it like three times that week. Like freezing oh. fucking quarts of fucking Sunday sauce. That's Sunday sauce. I want that for my children that haven't been born yet. A Sunday sauce. <laughs> I really I want, want that. that for your children that haven't been born yet and the one that has. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. This has just been too fun. Um, So the Witcher's good, John. I, I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I understood season two more than I understood season one, which kind of like jumps around in a weird timeline and confused the fuck out of me. Is it about a witch? Because I love witch shit. Uh, the Witcher is a monster hunter in this world. There are witches uh, oh. and that, and they kind of are more like sorcerers than okay. witches. You know, like they're like female spellcasters, but it's... <laughs> Oh God, I'm such, I told you, I, I wasn't that cool. I used the phrase female spellcasters. <laughs> Never heard that in my life. I'm so embarrassed. I just pulled that cat so casually. Hero wasn't exclusive. <laughs> I like, almost anything's technically exclusive if it's the first episode of the podcast. <laughs> oh no, this show's been going on forever. This is just the first episode. <laughs> okay, right. Actually, that's true. I first did this show years ago. <laughs> It's still going, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I should fire up The Witcher sort of on a Sunday, maybe? Hell yeah. I think you should fire up Mission Impossible Fallout first. Like, it's kind Whoa. of a fun moment. Yeah, yeah. That's a big ass for the big dog. <laughs> to watch a movie. <laughs> what the fuck is your life, Blair? I don't know. Two hours? No way. <laughs> That's a big ask. I only have attention for one hour streamings. <laughs> Mission Impossible, the sort of, you know, genre I don't really... But, you know, it is funny. Anytime I date these men, I'm like, wow, I'm watching... Uh, how am I watching a Raider game at 11 a.m.? You know, <laughs> I don't understand these men... I get to, they get me to watch things that are uh, not in my zeitgeist. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm not going to force you to watch a Raiders game, but I would recommend Mission Impossible Fallout just because it's a big, stupid blockbuster, and Tom Cruise is... He's literally risking his life for us. The least we could do is watch his two and a half hour uh, movie because he's going to die on set for one of these movies. Right, it's, right. It's okay. inevitable. So we have to value the the work is what you're saying. Yeah, we have to give him a little bit of cred there. And what uh, year did this movie come out in? It's a great fucking question. I have no idea. Is it I recent or old is what I mean? It's it's not old. It's like 2018 or something. Oh, okay. Like that. That's pretty recent. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'll try to fire that up as you know, you did take the time out of your life to come on this um, very, very <laughs> uh, high profile podcast. So I guess the least I could do is watch that for you. Thank you. The next and last segment is called Fan on the Street. Fan on the Street. Once this podcast becomes a roaring hit, we will be having the fans uh, write in with their famous celebrity encounters. But I was just wondering if you have ever had sort of an interesting celebrity encounter of note that you could remember just to, for fun to tell our listeners. 
Oh, sure. I have a pretty solid one. I, uh, I w- was at the Arclight w- way before I moved here. Wow, I was I seeing the, the mo- I was seeing the movie The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke with a friend, and we got high in the parking lot. As I, uh, I miss getting high in my car in the Arclight parking lot. It was a big part of my experience. Go in to see the movie. I always like wait till right about the trailers about to start to go pee because I need the time. So yeah. I, I, I go off to the bathroom and while I'm walking down the hallway, and this is like my second time ever being in LA. Right. While I'm walking down that hallway to the bathroom, like a beautiful brunette walks past me, like a bu- <laughs> an absolute stunner. And she kind of, I like look at her because I couldn't, I couldn't help. Uh, but she smiles at me and I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> and then I keep walking. I'm like, damn LA rules. Beautiful women smile at you. And I was like, Oh my God. And while I'm peeing, I'm like, that was Liv Tyler. <gasps> That's, and I'm like, holy shit, I just saw Liv Tyler in the hallway. LA fucking rules. Oh my God, that's that's my video vixen, quote unquote. Her and Alicia Silverstone were like formative uh, right. uh, video music video stars for me for Crazy and uh, all the other uh, dad songs she put uh, he put her in. Uh, get back to my chair to sit to, next to my buddy and the movie's about to start, but we're so high, I lean over and I go, dude, I just, and I tell him the whole story. She was so hot and it turns out it was fucking... Liv Tyler, how crazy is that? Liv fucking Tyler, LA rules. And he's going, and he's like hitting my thigh and stuff. And I stop and he's like, she's sitting right behind us. And I turn oh back God. and she's just like, waves to me and I wave to her. And I'm, like, and I'm like, sorry. And I turn back around, just watch the uh, wrestler oh. in silence. Movie ends. I get up and beeline the fuck out of there. <laughs> Did she? So she heard every word you say? I think so. Or when I looked at her, she was like, yes, I'm famous. Stop oh, right. fucking looking at me. I couldn't tell which one it was. Because that also, in hindsight, was what the smile in the hallway was. Yes. Was her being like, yes, I'm Liv Tyler. It's me. Yes, you recognize it's me, babe. me. Hello, sweetie. <laughs> Hi, Gabrus. Hi, Mr. Valentino Gabrus. It's me, babe. <laughs> well, it is interesting. Like, you see these people out of context, but you never think that, like, a celebrity would just be going to the movies. The arc light rules, though. I miss it. <laughs> I miss I'm it so it's much. Back. I can't fucking wait. Hurry. Holy shit, God, it's been so great to have you on the podcast because, you know, you've been um, on the live show so much. One of the most uh, frequent guests that we've ever had on and also one of the best performing. And um, just want to thank you so much for coming on, being willing to reveal so many intimate details. Blair, on the podcast medium allows us to be so intimate with one another. And so I appreciate the opportunity uh, to, to talk, to learn. You know, I de- we dove deep on you on my on uh, my podcast, High and Mighty, where we sure. talked about your history. With, but now it's nice to just peel back a few layers from my friend Blair here. And the just onion let you see. just keeps getting peeled, pal. Oh, it's caramelized at this point. <laughs> and so any party words on your our, our dear... Uh, man henry that we are both such deep fans of henry i think it's time for you to be in a rom-com i think (gasps) maybe you have like if you lean into and play like a sort of wooden handsome guy who's like i feel like you're the guy that a woman leaves for like the charming dude in a movie but i think you would be a good source of comedy and eye candy if i'm being honest (laughs) hell yes and we just left our podcast with some illuminating career advice for mr henry cavill (laughs) and i just want to thank one more time the superstar mr john gabris for coming on the dear owen wilson podcast thank you so much for having me blair i learned a lot i shared a lot i grew a lot yes you did and thank you lucian wiggles for exhaustive research All right, signing off, everyone. See you next week. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of the Dear Owen Wilson podcast. I know I had the time of my life, and I hope you did too. How great was John? Ugh, he's the best. Make sure you check out his podcast, High and Mighty. Very popular podcast. Uh, So great. I have an episode on there. I know you'll love it. And also John's new show, 101 Places to Party Before You Die, a travel show coming to True TV this summer with his co-host, Adam Pally. And let me tell you guys, they are a fun combo. I also happen to shoot an episode of that show. So look out for me 
hang in with them. Also follow John at Gabrus on all platforms, G-A-B-R-U-S. And I will be headlining the Irvine Improv on Wednesday, May 18th. And I would love to see you guys out there. It would make me so happy. I'm also doing an hour of new material at the Elysian Theater in LA on Monday, June 6th at 7.30 p.m. Ticket links for both of those shows uh, will be in the show notes of this podcast. And follow me at Blair Saki, B-L-A-I-R-S-O-C-C-I on Twitter and Instagram. Also, please rate, subscribe, and review this podcast if you want to be my best friend in the world that I love and support me and my children. Okay, everyone, thank you so much again, and have a great rest of the week. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.